You're listening to the Collab Talk podcast, episode 49 of the MVP Buzz Chat series. In this episode, I'm talking with dual MVP in Microsoft Azure and Windows development, Catalin Georgiou. This is Christian Buckley with another episode of MVP Buzz Chat, and I'm here with Catalin. And why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a little bit about yourself. So I'm Catalin Georgiou. I'm from Eastern Europe. I'm from Romania. Yes, let me do a bit of advertising. We had the best, almost the best internet in the world. And I, the best. I, so who would you say has the best internet in the world then, if not Romania? Uh, uh, I, don't, I don't know, but we're pretty... Uh, I said almost the best because I'm not sure in this town that we have the best internet. Maybe it's another town in Romania, but we are, st- are still v- very good at, at it <laughs> uh, because we did not have any infrastructure before. So now we have the latest fiber optic everywhere. Oh, that's and great. I'm an MVP from 2011, and uh, this year I got a second category. It's um, Microsoft Azure and the other one it's Windows development but I'm, I'm um, in a, a developing application for industrial handheld so this this kind of development got into Windows development now so I, I changed the category quite a lot and what what aspect of Azure are you uh, is your expertise um, it's of course IoT because IoT and uh, industrial handheld and all the stuff uh, really go together it's the part of the um, Azure that uh, delves into IoT, um, uh, IoT Hub, Stream Analytics, uh, Machine Learning, Artificial Intelligence, all, all the stuff that uh, really can uh, can push up manufacturing because uh, they give you insights. Really, uh, what was the digital transformation buzzword? Right. Because, uh, okay, now you would see with this stuff uh, that is a real plus in the manufacturing. Anyhow, the people do not call it digital uh, uh, transformation. They call it some, some other names, but uh, you, you, you see the real advantages. Well, they see that my, so I'm fascinated by IoT as a topic because, uh, you know, I, so I worked for several years in the manufacturing sector. Uh, I, when I had my startup and I worked with the kind of the, the along the supply chain on the design collaboration aspect of that, I went worked for a startup where, you know, we were working with companies, uh, some of the largest tech manufacturing companies in the world. I did uh, personally worked on uh, deployments with uh, Matsushita, which is Panasonic, uh, Hitachi, uh, Omron, uh, and a number of others, Selectron, Seagate, um, uh, wow, Cisco, quite a few. Uh, and, and But at the same time, so in the, especially in the late 90s, I became, so I had my own startup. Uh, before this other company in the supply chain space that created this dot. So there's actually a physical object, which was, uh, you know, the time where companies were scanning a lot of barcodes and their, their, their you know, the, the you know, RFID or their radio frequency ID tags were relatively new. And they came up with this tiny little dot, which had all the properties of the, the RFID to kind of feed and automate. And the idea was that you could have a pallet of material and every individual item had a dot on it. Uh, every pallet had a dot on it. So you knew 
which objects were on which pallet moving where in the warehouse and and the data would just automate you would pull the stuff in and a lot of iot like like that was the the early stages of what we're now talking about one slice of that within the supply chain world um, you'll be quite surprised not a lot that changed there <laughs> um, and still uh, rfid solution are let's say bread and butter for a lot of our uh, solutions. Uh, what we're doing at uh, our company, uh, we're doing, uh, uh, let's say, false uh, full solution. We have colleagues that design them hardware and do all the stuff. Um, we have colleagues that do the firmware. Uh, uh, we send the data to the cloud, all the analysis. Uh, by the way, this year I got another award from Intel, Intel Software Innovator. <laughs> so, Oh, very cool. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Uh, thank you. Because uh, uh, being MVP, also you learn how to, um, how to serve other communities. So it's, it's pretty easy to, to, um, to get another award for, let's say, some, some Connect technologies. Um, as I said, we at work, we're doing everything. We just, uh, um, from hardware, software, whatever, installation, we go to the shop floor, we install everything. And on the mobile phones, we, the plant manager, they start seeing the um, dashboards with what's happening on the shop floor, something like this. This is the most uh, common solution that we do. But, well, but, uh, but I, you know, just to clarify too, but I mean, what, what's dramatically different about 20 years ago when I got into the, this space is that it's real-time dashboard data, not reports of what was then you know, uh, summarized or counted was, uh, uh, you know, validated after the fact is, you know, as it's happening, it's moving through. This time, real time, it's not quite, it's pretty fast, but I, you won't be able to follow a fast industrial process now. What, what I see the difference with 20 years ago, you see, you can see now trend lines very fast. So before you needed to do a lot of stuff to get the trend line to see how the manufacturing is going. Now in Power BI, you just, just pick the right visual and you have a trend line. Um, if you have some other tool from the Azure stack, again, you get a lot of lots of information very easy. You, well, you really can, right. can and the faster that you get it, the, the quicker you can make changes fix yeah. problems. I mean, that's yeah. it. You, you, see, you see it, the, the jump to you. You do not need, before it was a lot of data. Yes, we have a lot of data. What? We need the, um, a very strange, wizardly looking guy is looking at the data. Something here is not good. Now, Azure is telling you something here is not good. It's not, it's not right. Or some other cloud. Anyhow, uh, this is where machine learning and artificial intelligence do uh, a lot of difference. Uh, again, another example of a very, very mundane application to sort up screws. Before you use a, a wake, a, we are trying to differentiate by weight. And uh, that was quite impressive. And now you have a, a machine learning model using a very cheap camera, relatively cheap, and you, you look at the picture. And from that picture, using the machine learning, you can identify if the uh, worker has the right screws. And uh, it's, I would say, a solution uh, that faster, that cheaper, and uh, let's say 80% more precise than before. And uh, a small thing that, again, 20 years ago, we'll be doing it with uh, this kind of solution will, uh, will be done with different technology. And now we have 
other tools and we can do far, far, far better and far cheaper. And it's, it's a really a simple application. Well, it, it's, it goes to the point too that, that you made about uh, being able to track along those, the trend lines uh, and being able to see the system gets more and more in, intelligent over time to see, you know, as the data start, you know, stacks up, you're able to see, well, hey, uh, uh, you know, 87% of the ch- time, the errors are in this location. Therefore, uh, you know, we, we predict this will be the quality of and the rate at which we can produce the, the, the product. But then you can weigh that, weight it, uh, those measurements based on your, those trends the, that, that you're seeing and whether you're above or below that trend. So the, it's, the trend line can be changing over time. Um, and, and so where that becomes critically important is uh, especially, I'll go back to my experience of these manufacturers, uh, high-tech manufacturers, if they suddenly are using a, a, a new vendor for a certain set of parts and then see fluctuation spikes one way or the other in quality around that, they're able to more rapidly identify those that are tied to that new vendor or where they're sourcing their materials, the quality of um, going back to, uh, like you mentioned, Intel, like the creation of, of chips. And uh, you know, if anybody's done a, an MBA, they likely did um, like the the, the whole um, uh, the Deming dots and the beads or whatever the the you know the the test of the quality of of the fab and um, going through and uh, anyway, you're 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 seeing from uh, um, let's say the angle of uh, American M- M- must MBA. Uh, angle. Um, here, let's say our plant managers are very focused on profit. They want to see what would happen with this order. We'll be able to fulfill it in time. We'll be able to fill it uh, faster. If something is not uh, uh, working properly, what's the problem and how, uh, yeah, how, how can do a change and how can estimate if that change will help us fulfill the order as, as planned? Right. That's a demand planning aspect of it, which is actually where I helped no, uh, production planning, because uh, they, uh, okay, I've started this order. I estimated before that it'd be finished in time, but look, it looks like we have a problem and we have a warning sign that we won't uh, finish this order in time. So let's try to put more machines and okay, let's see if this, this is helping. If not, let's, uh, okay, uh, let's do something else. And also to trace the root cause. Because if they have uh, on the several machines, okay, see the material is bad. So, okay, let's try to do something with the material to have it better. Or let's say the people are bad or it's a bad day in whatever. So they are, they are much more oriented to the uh, money than to, uh, let's say, the making uh, estimation about uh, uh, the benefit of the process, uh, of the change on the process. They want to finish and they want to get the money. Right. Well, it is, but the, the, the more data that you have around the, the failure, and, and I was just thinking of like last year's um, build and, and Ignite, and you, you see um, some really cool announcements about some of the, the, the virtual reality capability and things and being able to go and see uh, you know, things through the eyes of people that are on the floor looking at things. And I mean, there's a lot of cool things that are happening and IoT for for the system to be able to alert you that, hey, we see temperature fluctuations along the pipeline and, and where it might be. And 
data over time so that the machine learning comes in place where it, it may have learned and said, hey, we see based on all of these factors in 72% of the chances this went wrong. So you can be ready to solve that problem. And the, the closer you get there, the more information that you get around that, the idea is that you're able to fix things faster, be more aware of where their potential failures are. So order replacement parts in advance, um, have people at the ready when you see things trending a certain direction. You don't have to wait for uh, you know, a pipe to burst or a failure, catastrophic failure some point that increasingly like the, the various indicators are able to tell you, hey, there, these factors are going on and over time, over those trend lines, here's what we see most commonly happen in this set of circumstances. So you can start then to better predict what may happen or not, reducing the cost of that and being able to better, uh, you know, interpret the, the realities of what's happening on the ground and with, with that, that uh, supply chain. It's, you know, I, I mean, I look at it as all related. It's where we used to be blind to so many of these things. We find out after the fact and have to throw out, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars of inventory of something because we didn't catch the mistake until further down the line when there was a, you know, a visual on what's going on and be able to trace it back. Um, the more data, the more points of visibility into your system, then the more intelligence that you'll be able to get and then they'll learn from those things over time. Yeah, and, uh, uh, this is uh, the end of the day, the, the huge transformation even before we, we had the data. Uh, and but uh, you had no no insights of it. You need uh, uh, let's say if you're lucky, you had somebody who understood the data by looking like some some beautiful mind. Right now you have you have the the matrix. Right, you're looking at the data in real time, the yeah. matrix, and able to see it. Right, yeah, yeah. And now now you have a lot of stuff that that, that helps you and. Uh, and also, it's it's a huge difference. You you see that the processes are are getting far far better. And okay, um, predictive maintenance. It's again a huge uh, a huge area when, um, where let's say I hear a lot of Microsoft talking about it. When I see in the shop floor, they want to see predictive manufacturing. They want to see how much they will perform, how much they will earn. Okay, uh, predictive maintenance is part of it. But they are far more interesting common uh, in the finished product. Um, but still, as I said, IoT it's an, uh, not a new stuff. But uh, now uh, we have the huge cloud differentiator. There are a lot of tools, and I'm starting to get very smart machine learning and uh, artificial intelligence. Okay, uh, now we can uh, talk about really artificial intelligence. Even that's no, no new concept. But now you can uh, start reaping the fruits from from it, and uh, I've seen uh, helping people from the from the simplest worker to the plant manager, and okay, they do not know the intricates of the solution, but they got what they wanted, and they are happy and they are more more productive, uh, and uh, okay, they are not so tired when they get home. Right. So, um, it's <laughs> it's 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 a huge a huge transformation. It's it's happening. Let's say sometimes we, we do not see it that the world around us it's it's moving, but uh, it, it's happening in our exciting times to, to be here. And also, let's say artificial intelligence and machine learning are not the stuff that are moving only stuff that are moving in the Azure IoT cloud. It's also the security uh, drive. 
it's uh, very interesting uh, uh, what's around Asia sphere. I'm um, quite uh, curious how how will catch in the market, but as a concept, it's highly interesting. Uh, if you heard about Asia sphere, uh, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyhow, if Microsoft started to do a cheap design to offer a service and all the stuff, this is also interesting. And then, um, okay, we. I'm I'm still waiting to see, uh, let's say, a huge attraction on the market. I, I'm hoping for that, because the security it's it's a huge uh, issue now. You know, it, but again, that also is something that hasn't changed. I mean, 20 years ago, with our supply chain solution, the idea of having these you know huge manufacturing OEMs um, more closely tying their data. Uh, to their even their tier one partners, uh, their trust issues there, and and so we had to I mean security and 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 visibility, and the transparency of what we were doing and their data versus even their closest partners' data, because some of their partners worked with other OEMs, and so these were you know valid concerns. Those uh, you know, so I worked on that stuff back in two thousand one, two thousand two, going to Microsoft and helping with the launch of. Office 365, the top issues that we heard were security, privacy, you know, compliance, all those kinds of things. Here we are, uh, you know, 15 years later, and it's those same topics that, you know, people are concerned about. Uh, uh, what I think interesting about Asia Sphere is that somebody, Microsoft Research, started and uh, uh, analyzed all IoT devices, and they come with a white paper called Seven Property or Highly Secure Device, something like this. Anyhow, it's our seven properties. And uh, um, they are very well organized. So uh, you can use them to uh, assess your solution as now. Well, this is the stuff that you need to take care of, and you can see how I take care of. After after they they formalized these seven points, they created Azure Sphere, which cover all the bases, more or less. Mm -hmm. But okay, it's interesting that they have the theoretical part, and uh, they cover some very interesting uh, areas. That okay, even us that we are in the business, we never uh, never really thought about it. Like it was uh, one of the stuff that uh, got me. It was that you cannot do a rollback on the device. So I said, okay, why not? Um, because uh, when you push uh, an, uh, a new version, you push it for security reason. If somebody can do ro un un uh, unreliable rollbacks, they can get you to an unsecure version. So uh, they, uh, limited this ability of doing rollbacks. So again, they, uh, take, uh, they take the theory of IoT and they uh, formalize the security. That was the interesting part. Oh, of course, as a concern of security, that moved uh, uh, also 20 years ago, we all uh, have problems with this issues with security. But now we, let's say Azure Sphere and the seven properties of highly connected devices um, have these formalized uh, seven properties, which are the main security concerns and how to mitigate them in one package. So I really would like to see more devices which are covering all the seven, uh, uh, seven properties because they, they did a highly good theoretical job. Have you done the uh, blog post, any content around those? 
uh, let, let's put it this way. I, in the last couple of years, uh, my uh, web, website, when I was keeping my blog, it was an association of Romanian.net users group died out. And I never find a place where to park it yet. But I, I, need, I need to do. And I, uh, also, I want to uh, blog post it. Um, I, I did some articles, okay, sometimes ago on code project, but it wasn't that uh, good feeling. Uh, I, I'm, this year, for sure, I need to blog again. And I do not know where. Uh, because okay uh, again in also in which language my uh, before it was in Romanian language and uh, because it was a need on the market uh, now uh, on these IOT issues I'm I do not suppose that Romanian market is that much to do it just in Romanian so I need to be a place to be in English okay write in English it's a tad better than speaking <laughs> Yeah. You only have, have a spell checker, so uh, yes, uh, I I need to to do this. Uh, well, what's uh, what? So I you know I'll provide links, of course, in associated blog posts and stuff out there. But uh, so, how can people if they want to find out more about what you're working on, uh, learn more about you, but uh, what you're doing, whether in English or in Romanian, what's the best way for people to find you and add on social media? Uh, okay, um, on the social media, on the Facebook, on LinkedIn. Um, uh, uh, Still, uh, we reply at all the mail ad address to our community um, I, and uh, something like this. And also on social media, when I put the blog up yet again, someplace it will be <laughs> announced. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking that there is a community of IoT developers uh, moving uh, a blog. I don't, I'm not sure it's based in the state someplace. That is one option, and uh, the other option is uh, um, to host it myself. I, I'm still thinking, and I need again to start being disciplined to do the material and the, the good quality. You I'm know, one of, the, one of the ways a lot of people are doing is just like you use Medium, and then you can do kind of a magazine, and you can have as many co authors as you want as part of that and kind of aggregate the content. That might be an option for you as well. Uh, unfortunately for IoT, it's a lot of work to do a nice blog post. Yeah. Because uh, uh, you do the um, electrical schemas, you do some, uh, uh, you do put the code, you put some pictures. Uh, let's put it this way. The code project article I wrote, there weren't many, but one of them was uh, gotten a word. So, uh, yeah, if you are uh, spending the time, it's worth it. But you need to spend the time. So yeah, um, yeah. and also uh, really, uh, you have put the finger on the on the, the spot. Uh, Azure uh, Sphere, it's a, it's something that deserves blog posts. Well, and definitely, also, I, I think a lot there. A lot of people have you know questions about it. I, I, look, there's uh, I think there's uh, in my my impression that, that there's a gap between the uh, you know the the highly technical content where you go you know deep into the weeds and the business application of that. And I think that if you can you know, cover that gap, if you're able to write about it, understand it, the, the technology, but then talk about the practical application of that technology and be a voice there that you know, th there's a lot uh, of- I'm, I'm usually uh, trying to, to do something that has, um, okay, uh, looking somehow practical. My, and in the conferences, for example, almost all the demos finish in some visualization. So if I have some hardware, it will finish in Power BI. So okay, Power BI, it's, I, I do not 
remember. I have always noted in the slides on which tire of office 265 it's, it's already in. And okay, the people said, uh, yes, you have uh, this hardware, you can do this, 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 and this, and you have very easily dashboards. And you already have your, your subscription for BI. And so, yeah, you are right yet again. Um, some of the examples out there are very, uh, let's say, in the weeds and do not show uh, the people, okay, you can do this. And also, uh, another stuff that I'm trying, I'm trying to uh, uh, bridge the uh, hardware fright gap. Because uh, people said, okay, I want to do IoT. So how do I start? I need to buy hardware. Okay, I do not like hardware. I never understood it. So okay, I need to buy uh, this uh, kit which I can assemble. Okay, but still, it's a lot of money. So um, I've discovered something from Microsoft. They have a, a, a Raspberry Pi simulator. Yep. Sent that no, quite a few people that have uh, started playing with that. Yep. Yeah. So I say, okay, guys, you have for free $200. You have this. And you can use this, this, and this and get the data to your phones. So what do you think? Would you try this for at home? Or you can take the Raspberry Pi simulator and go to Time Series Insight. Again, you can do this at home right now. So uh, I've seen people who really were interested about this approach. Okay, I can try it. I do not need to buy anything. Hmm, wonderful. So, because uh, before I was showing them hardware, yeah, okay. I, uh, theoretically, I'm a hardware engineer hmm. by diploma. <laughs> but yeah. uh, uh, okay, what, what they, they see? They see a bunch of wires. This is something they could try. You, if they go to a conference, which talking about Microsoft, uh, they're most probably developers mainly. A couple of them, maybe they know the electronics, but not, not that much. So, yeah, this always helps. Well, it's, uh, it's been interesting to, to talk to you about. I mean, this is a great topic. Uh, and I'd like to spend more time thinking about writing about, because I, 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 I look personally, I think there's uh, some of the experiences that I had, you know, 20 years ago in the supply chain space. Uh, it's still relevant and applies and I like to yeah, talk yeah. about kind of where that comes into what's there today. It's the same with, as you point out, AI, it's, it's the same thing. It's, it's, yeah. there's so much of the, uh, the early stages of what we now uh, look at, read about, talk about within that space. But uh, Catalan, thank you for your time. And, and uh, I know this is our thank second you. attempt to meet, but uh, thanks a lot for your time today. Thank you. Have a nice day. Thank you very much. Wow. Yeah.